What is going on, everybody? Once again, this is Christopher Thomas from Inside the Hashes, and once again, I'm here with another exclusive interview. Today, I'm going to sit down with defensive lineman who is now officially signed with the Saskatchewan Riders, Demetrius Harris. Demetrius is going to talk about his journey of playing football at Fort Valley State and now going to be playing up north in the CFL. Let's dive right into this interview. So, Demetrius, I was looking up your profile. Um, you grew up in Georgia. I interviewed several Georgia players. A lot of them grew up in Atlanta. A lot of them also grew up in the uh, on the countryside. So, how was um, your experience growing up in Georgia? Um, my experience in Georgia it was well. Um, I grew up more. I grew up more on the east side of Atlanta, more more like Kirkwood and that area over there. Um, and as far as being in that area, there's not really much, like, much, much things to do or to look up to as far as, like, athletes and people that's, that's actually doing doing good with themselves. So it was just motivating for for me and myself and, you know, my family and my friends around me that, that everybody needed someone to look up to, and I took it upon myself to be that role model for for my city. Uh, so, Georgia's a big state when it comes to football. So, when did you start playing football? Um, I first started playing football when I was in eighth grade. I was I was thirteen, and I and I played on the middle school team or the JV team. I can't. Yeah, it was the JV team. It was the high school. It was the ninth grade team of the high school, and that's when I first started playing. And ever since then. Like, a lot of other people, you know, they started, you know, when they were small at Pop Warner. So, what was the biggest influence for you at age 13 to make you start playing football? I mean, I've, I've always, you know, played, played, played with friends and stuff like that. But, um, like, my first time, ever, like, I was, I was nervous at, at first myself. That's why I, I've, I've never played when I was uh, younger, like, six or seven like that. I was always... I was always afraid of, of, of the past, stuff like that. I don't know why, but I was afraid of the past. And then um, it was at that point when my friends were like, they they talked me into playing because of you know my size and I could run a little bit. And they talked me into in playing. And then it was just having to learn how to do it, do everything with with a uh, pad. So it's not it's not the same as playing outside in the street on the yard with with, with, with friends and all like that. And, uh, you know, when you were playing, you know, with your friends, uh, what was your favorite game? My favorite game? Uh, my, jun- my junior year, we were playing Blessed Trinity. I think I scored the first touchdown of the game. They were up 14-7 going to half. I scored, I scored the first test- uh, touchdown. Um, and then we ended up going into double overtime or triple overtime, and we ended up winning by, by – uh, by a field goal, and then and then that that game that game there it was it was best in history basically because huh. I think the same year they actually won they actually won 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 state that that same year. So you said that you were afraid to you know play in pads. So like when you started to play in pads, uh, what was the uh, the biggest adjustment for you? You know when you decided to play uh, you know like more contact. The biggest detriment for me was realizing that I really can't get hurt and, like, everybody's doing the same thing. We all have on the same stuff. But I didn't know how to use how to use my size yet. 
So I had to learn how to use my size and everything like that. But as I started playing more and as I got more, as I got more um, comfortable with the game, it kind of grew, grew grew on me. And ever since then, I just I just love 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 to um, to hit. So you you're a defensive lineman. So was it more so like you know your coaches deciding you to want you to put you on defensive line, or it was more so your decision to play defensive line? It was kind of both because I started. So I started out as a fullback and a running back, and I played running back and fullback um, up until my junior year, and then I moved over to defense as well. I played I played both uh, both sides. So um, I played I played some Mike Will and some of the outside line uh, linebacker as well. I was I was a tight end, fullback, and running back, and then closer to my team well. Close to the end of the season, my senior year, I, I started playing like strictly in. Now I played some nose, uh, three three technique, and it was fun. So I just kind of stayed there as I went to college. I actually had the opportunity to play um, to play fullback at Moorhead State, but I turned it down to play to play outside linebacker. And I started my I started my college career career at. Um, Carson Newman University. So you started off at Carson Newman, but uh, why the switch over to Fort Valley? Um, I went to Fort Valley because at the time, at the time I was I was not in school. Um, I was actually trying to get back in school, and I knew a I knew a coach. He he had a prep team um, down in Douglasville, and then I got in contact with him, and then he was he had told me about a football camp. He was. He was going to be coaching, and he told me I can come stuff like that. So I went to the camp, and then I did a couple of drills, and then I met I met coach I met coach Kevin Porter, which was the head coach at Port Valley there. Um, I met him in 2017, and then he told me he had a spot for me, and I could come come back to school and play. And that's where I ended up. Let me take a trip down memory lane. So when you first visit the campus at Fort Valley, uh, what was the uh, the initial vibe that you got when you first got on campus? When I got on campus, the initial vibe. So, you know, when, when, you, when you go on a visit, they have all like, all the players that bring on the visit with some of the other players at the shop rooms. Um, mm-hmm. And then, then there were some other coaches. Um, when I got there, they, like, everybody knew, like, knew who I was. The coaches gave them information about everybody who was there. And um, it, it just felt... So like you have like you know that that personal relationship with uh, with your teammates and the campus as opposed to just like a, being a bigger campus as opposed to like a lot of like Power Five schools then right yeah tell me about um you know like your uh, the training resume you know obviously you guys have to work up you wake up you have like weight room sessions film room uh, you know training camps you know practices so tell me uh, a typical day you know waking up and uh, getting ready. For the day at Fort Valley. So during like it it, it, it was different. Um, during camp, 
they would start at five. Um, run, lift, um, meet, lunch. Um, probably we may we may have have an hour to nap or so if you wanted to. Then we right back for uh, practice again, then meetings, and then so during fall camp, uh, a day for us would start um, around five in the morning and end probably eight at night. As our uh, season started, it would it would kind of start up later, but still finish around the same time, eight nine o'clock. So, what are some things that um, that your coaching staff helped you improve as a player when uh, during your time there? They instilled the leadership qualities that I would need to carry me into the next level. I had a coach, Corey Corey Crawford. He was a defensive end at Clemson, and he played with the Reds in a little bit. He, he, he kind of mobile. Because when I first got there, I wasn't really too sure if I wanted to play play ball anymore. I was, I was, I was just trying it out so I could go back to school. And then he, he gave me talks um, almost every day, and he was telling me like he sees he sees what I can do, and um, I just have to listen to him and he'll and he'll coach me and he'll lead he'll lead me in the right way. So I just listened to him and I gravitated towards him and then and then a head coach, Kevin. He um also was telling me and he was showing me clips of different players he played with and coached ever since then I was I just took I just took in their, their word and their advice and I put it towards my um play on the field. And it made me a better player to you throughout all your you know you're playing in high school uh in newman and uh fort valley state and now you're about to transition to you know the saskatchewan riders what are the three qualities that for you that makes a a great defensive lineman i would say quickness flexibility and um and your eyes and your vision so um, you had a really great last year. Uh, you averaged uh, 1.3, and a half sacks, 19 and a half tackles for loss. And uh, instead of going to the draft, you signed with the Saskatchewan Riders. Uh, so why did you sign with the CFL? Um, I signed with the CFL because um, I was, well, me personally, I was done with college. Um, once I came back, so I came, so I came, I came to Fort Valley in 2017. I played that fall there, and then 2018, I didn't have enough credits to go into the fall semester, so I had to sit out um, the fall of 2018. And then upon me coming back, I went and got my associate, and then I was trying to calculate my, I was trying to calculate how many years I had left to play in my hair as the time was going on. And then um, I was in contact with the head coach still and the compliance, and they were telling me that. I had one last year to play to play ball, which I wasn't trying to play, but since it was my last year, I was just going to go ahead and do it anyway, just because to get it out of the way. So I came. I, so I, when I, I came in this last this last season, expecting it to be my last season, and then after a couple of games or so, about three 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 or four games into the season, they came back to me and was telling me that I had I would have another year left on my clock. Like that came towards the end of the season, like November, when I made the decision to go ahead and sign, to go ahead and sign with the CFL. But I wasn't, I wasn't really sure yet at the time, so I kind of waited. Um, I waited until, and 
till a couple months ago. So I finally, and I finally made made up made up my mind to going pro. But by that time, I already missed the deadline, so I, I missed the deadline to to apply to come out of college early for the NFL. So that I kind of missed that missed that window with the NFL to mm. to make to make myself marketable mm. for for the NFL because they they all thought I was I was going back to school for another year. Mm. And with the CFL, I had the contract already. And I just went ahead and signed, signed, signed my contract with the CFL and got my agent. And mm. there we are now. So, what do you expect to get out get out of playing in the CFL? I plan on going up there for a year and doing what I have to do and coming back down to the NFL. Have you um, have you been up to Saskatchewan yet to uh, to check out the facilities and everything yet? I have not been up there yet, but um. I've seen like the um, the brochures and the catalogs and everything like that, and it looks pretty nice to me. And it's it's a place I want to be. So, um, are are you ready for that culture shock? Uh, you know, being all the way down from the south of Georgia, going all the way up north to uh, play in Canada. You ready for that culture shock? Um, not at all. Um, I'm I'm used to being around a I'm used to being around different different types different types of people but um i think the big the biggest thing the biggest change will be is the the cold <laughs> i don't i don't necessarily like like being cold but <laughs> yeah. it's a job now so yeah <laughs> i don't think I no just yeah i think even i live up north i'm i'm i live in philadelphia and even still then i'm, I'm still not used to the cold either <laughs> so um <laughs> if i was an agent if i was a scout uh, you know, for the NFL, and what is the one thing that you want me to know about Demetrius Harris? The one thing I want you to know about Demetrius Harris, um, I mean, there's there's more than one thing to know about me. Uh, I'm a great guy, uh, funny, and I work hard. I'll get the job done. Sounds like the perfect locker room guy to me. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, Demetrius, uh, thank you once again for uh, taking the time to do this interview. Um, hopefully, this uh, you know this pandemic is over and uh, we get to see you, you know, dominate up, dominate up north. Yes, sir. I can't wait, and I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Once again, I want to thank Demetrius for taking the time to do this interview, and we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors in the CFL. If you want to check out this interview and many more, check out our SoundCloud, type in Inside the Hashes in the search bar. As far as our social media, for Facebook, we're at Inside the Hashes. For Twitter, we are at Inside Hashes, and Instagram, we are at Inside the Hashes. For more of our content, go on www.insidethehashes.com. Once again, for Inside the Hashes, I'm Christopher Thomas, signing off.